1: Weekday mornings at 9 on Wellness Radio, KDIZ, Golden Valley, Twin Cities Wellness Radio. With SRN
2: News, I'm Rich Thomason in Washington. Four people injured in today's bomb blast underground during morning rush in the New York City subway. It
3: was an effectively low-tech device. Uh, There were several uh, injuries, we hope minor.
2: New York Governor Andrew Cuomo briefing reporters a few minutes ago. The attack occurred near the Port Authority bus terminal at West 42nd Street and 8th Avenue. Suspects in custody of the man suffers non-life-threatening injuries.
4: The reality is that we are targets by many who would like to make a statement against democracy, against freedom. We have the Statue of Liberty in our harbor, and that makes us an international target. We understand that. And are not intended to the diagnose,
2: 27-year-old suspect had strapped the bomb to his body, according to the show, NYPD. Dr. To your this is S R N D. This
4: is and December, Radio good and now, Dr. Visual, and Welcome to, to Healthline Live. We're age, here
3: to answer which your more nutrition drive. and health-related However, as people age,
4: these medical conditions, conditions that toll affect driving become more prevalent. Some of the more common conditions are joint pain, arthritis and cataracts. 76. This wellness and spotlight is online, brought
5: to you by radio Wellness time. Radio fifteen seventy. stream online at wellnessradio.com or tune in with our free Saturday mobile app.
6: One hour blockbuster show. the Monday edition of Like It Matters QNLabs. Radio at on Wellness and 1570. toll free numbers so you can get your nutrition and
1: health like related questions answered. And that Christmas countdown continues 75, 75 just 76. And don't forget, every day that Christmas. we come to you, and Wix and we've
2: got a blockbuster special to reward you and, and your family back for into your tuning in. With fine and today we're, we're going to focus on the
6: stomach. This is like an area that is really is. Um, it is that time of year again, the time to bring back our business benefactor program. I'm Lee Michaels, and with me is our general manager, Nick Anderson. Nick, this is always an exciting time.
7: It really is. It's the holiday season, it's Christmas, and then all of a sudden it's the business benefactor.
6: And this year we're benefiting children with autism Deserve education, a great local organization right here in the Twin Cities helping families dealing with children with autism.
7: Absolutely. And you can help them by taking advantage of the business benefactor program. It's a $1,500 donation to them, not to us. You're going to make it to them. But as a thank you from us... You're going to get 40 commercials on this station. That is fantastic because
6: these commercials are professionally written, produced. We'll sit down with you. We'll take care of all that. That is all included in your gift that is going to children with autism deserve education.
7: Absolutely. And we've got to pull out the double blessing here. Here's an <laughs> opportunity, Lee, to not only give a donation to this organization, but then turn around and donate those commercials to maybe the local private school you support, or your local church, or another organization that could use those commercials. Or right back to Cade. Or right back to Cade. Why not? You could do that too. That would be a real double blessing for them. That really would be. So, how do they take advantage of the Business Benefactor Program, Nick? One way call us on the Business Benefactor Hotline, 651 289 4444. 651 289 4444. Then we'll be able to keep track of everything, get you through the process, and it will benefit everybody. So call us, 651-289-4444. We'll help you through that. You'll make that $1,500 gift that will go directly to Children with
6: Autism Deserve Education, Cade. And as a thank you, we'll provide you with 40 commercials to air here on this station.
7: Absolutely. And remember, use the double blessing and take those commercials and give them to another organization if you want again call now 651-289-4444 thanks nick thanks lee
8: do you want to change your life change your destiny get the most out of life tune in saturdays at 3 p.m on wellness radio 1570 For the Big Money Club with Chris and Wayne. They'll be in the clubhouse filling you in on all the secrets and tips they've learned about making money, saving money, and making dreams come true. And they'll have a little fun along the way. Become a club member and join Chris and Wayne at 3 p.m. every Saturday on Wellness Radio 1570.
6: Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? If you want to be inspired, get help in becoming all you can be, the time is now for Like It Matters Radio with your host, Mr. Scott B. Black.
7: It's a great day to be alive.
1: Welcome to Like It Matters Radio, radio like it matters inspiration, education, and application. I'm your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And man, I did a show a couple days ago a couple of days ago called Data for the Journey. And I gotta tell you I got a lot of great feedback and I did rush through at the very end. And so, people had a lot of questions. And so, by the way, if you ever have questions for me, you can email me at Mister Black at LikeItMattersRadio.com. dot Mister Black at LikeItMattersRadio.com. And so, what I thought I'd do today is continue on with what I was talking about in the show, data for the journey. And today's show we're going to call "People Like People Like Themselves." People like people like themselves. We are unconscious creatures, ladies and gentlemen. You gotta get this. Uh, I've heard the number that we only use three to five percent of our brain consciously. I've actually heard the number as high as ten to twelve percent. And so, majority of what we experience in life, experience we experience it at the unconscious level. We're not aware. You know, sometimes we meet somebody and we start thinking, well, I don't know what it is about that person. Everybody else likes him. I just something about him. I just don't like him. Or sometimes we meet a person that nobody else really likes, but we go, you know. Something about that person, I I just, there's something about him I like. You know, that's what's going on is something unconscious. You know, sometimes we we walk into a group of people and and we meet people and we get feelings, good feelings or bad feelings based on people that we don't even know. You can call it prejudice. uh, You can call it uh, fear. You can call it whatever you want to uh, call it. But what's going on is something unconscious. What is going on unconsciously that makes you automatically, without knowing anything about somebody, like somebody? Or what is it that's going on unconsciously, no matter what anybody else says, that automatically makes you not like somebody or not feel comfortable or feel comfortable? See, one thing we've got to realize at the unconscious level, whenever we make these decisions of what's good and what's bad, what's wrong and what's right, uh, that's a nice person or that's a not nice person, you got to get that we have some type of a litmus test, some type of standard uh, that we're comparing things to. Usually it's an unconscious standard, so we don't know. It's just an unconscious thing that we just automatically throw out words like right, wrong, good, bad, nice, evil. But if you think about all those words, they're all descriptors. And what they all do is they all truly let us understand that there's something back there in our unconscious mind that we are comparing things to, that things either are good or bad compared to this thing. They're either wrong or right compared to this thing. They're either nice or evil compared to this thing. And so today, you know, I've been blessed. I've learned a lot in my lifetime. I have a passion for learning. I wish I had this passion when I went to college. Uh, Maybe I'd be in a different place because when I went to college, my passion was for growing up. I didn't have much of a childhood, so I had fun. I had fun. I played. I had my childhood, uh, uh, adolescent years, if you will, in college. And, of course, uh, not too productive. uh, Lots of experiences. uh, Lots of things in the world that people say, wow, that was so cool. But in the kingdom, uh, there's a lot of head shaking. saying, what are you doing? That's not what you're supposed to be doing. That's not what you're supposed to be acting like. That's not the kingdom that you come from. And so today I'm going to share some of that knowledge for you because you got to get this. There's so much information in front of us. You know, you can learn the five love languages. You can read all these books about there about how to put people in categories. Uh, But one thing that I know is there's lots of information readily available. You don't need to to learn all these systems. You don't need to learn the Enneagram or the Myers-Briggs. All those psychometrics are nice. But if you just open your eyes, if you just open your ears, if you're just in the now moment, fully experiencing the people, situations, opportunities right in front of you, there's all the information you need. I told you before, if you ever get time to spend time with me, God gives me the ability to read people. I don't do it consciously. I've just been doing it for so long. I'm like a U2 plate. I just pull in all this data and I don't read anybody's mind. But as you're going to learn today, what I do do, and uh, I do do, <laughs> what I do do, is I take a look at all the data that's readily available. And then from there, it, it puts me in the ballpark. It puts me in the zip code. It helps me understand to a great degree what that person's going through. And so as we get started in this show, I want to share some words from Omer B. Washington. One of my favorite things I found off the internet, it's called I Have Learned. In life, I've learned that you cannot make someone love you. All you can do is be someone who can be loved. The rest is up to them. I've learned that no matter how much I care, some people just don't care back. I've learned that it takes years to build up trust and only seconds to destroy it. I've learned that no matter how good a friend is, they're going to hurt you every once in a while, and you must forgive them for that. I've learned that it's not what you have in your life, but who you have In your life that counts. I've learned that you should never ruin an apology with an excuse. Ouch. I've learned that you can get by on charm for about 15 minutes. After that, you better know something. And some of us, we can't even get along with charm for 15 minutes. (laughs) I've learned that you shouldn't compare yourself to the best others can do. I've learned that you can do something in an instant that will give you heartache for life. Amen. I've learned that it's time. It's taking me a long time to become the person I want to be. I've learned that you should always leave loved ones with loving words. It may be the last time you see them. I've learned that you can keep going long after you can't. I've learned that we are responsible for what we do no matter how we feel. I've learned that you either control your attitude or it controls you. I've learned that regardless of how hot and steamy a relationship is at first, the passion fades, and there had better be something else to take its place. I've learned that heroes are the people who do what has to be done when it needs to be done, regardless of the consequences, and let me add, regardless of the difficulty, regardless of what everybody else is doing. I've learned that money is a lousy way of keeping score. Amen. I've learned that my best friend and I can do anything or nothing and have the best time. I've learned that sometimes the people you expect to kick you when you're down will be the ones to help you get back up. I've learned that sometimes when I'm angry, I have the right to be angry, but that doesn't give me the right to be cruel. And my might add rude, bitter, and trashy. I've learned that true friendship continues to grow even over the longest distance. Same goes for true love. I've learned that just because someone doesn't love you the way you want them to doesn't mean they don't love you with all they have. I've learned that maturity has more to do with what types of experiences you've had and what you've learned from them, and less to do with how many birthdays you've celebrated. I've learned that you should never tell a child their dreams are unlikely or outlandish Few things are more humiliating and what a tragedy it would be if they believed it. I've learned that your family won't always be there for you. It may seem funny, but people you aren't related to can take care of you and love you and teach you to trust people again. Families aren't biological. I've learned that it isn't always enough to be forgiving by others. Sometimes you have to be able to forgive yourself. I've learned that no matter how bad your heart is broken, the world doesn't stop for your grief. I've learned that our background and circumstances may have influences who we are, but we are responsible for who we become. I've learned that a rich person is not the one who has the most, but is one who needs the least. I've learned that just because two people argue, it doesn't mean they don't love each other. And just because they don't argue, it doesn't mean they do. I've learned that we don't have to change friends if we understand that friends change. I've learned that you shouldn't be so eager to find out a secret, It could change your life forever. I've learned two people can look at the exact same thing and see different, totally different. I've learned that no matter how hard you try to protect your children, they will eventually get hurt, and you will hurt in the process. I've learned that even when you think you have no more to give, when a friend cries out to you, you will find the strength to help. I've learned that credentials on the wall do not make you a decent human being, and I've learned that people you care about most in life are taken from you too soon. I've learned that people will forget what you said, and people will forget what you did, but people will never forget how you made them feel. So today on Like It Matters Radio, I'm going to share some things I've learned about people and how to interact with them. We'll be back in three minutes.
5: Does your family believe in the power of a private school education? Are you looking into sending your child to a private school next year? Hi, Alyssa here with Wellness Radio 1570. And we want to help your family by covering half of your child's first year of private school. This is a program we have had for five years now. And it has helped many families get into the school of their dreams. We are in the thick of open house season right now. So the timing couldn't be better. If you find a school you would like your child to attend... Call me at 651-289-4406 to see if that school is one of the schools we have a partnership with. It's that simple. This isn't a financial aid program. This is for everyone. Don't pay more than you need to for your child's first year of private school. Call Wellness Radio 1570 today at 651-289-4406 to take advantage of our half-off tuition program. That's Wellness Radio 1570 at 651-289-4406.
3: Did you know approximately 980 Minnesotans will be diagnosed with pancreatic cancer this year? Only 88 will live to see the year 2022. These are not simply statistics. Every one of those diagnosed represents someone's mother, father, sister, brother, colleague, or friend. Pancreatic cancer is the world's toughest cancer, with a five-year survival rate of just 9% in the US. The Pancreatic Cancer Action Network is determined to improve patient outcomes today and double survival by 2020. We need your help. We are the only organization with a nationwide grassroots army inspiring over one million people to take action and accelerate progress in the fight to end pancreatic cancer. We must do more and demand urgent action to save lives. Find out how you can join the fight by visiting Pancan.org. That's P-A-N-C-A-N.org. Pancan.org.
1: Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black, and today on Like It Matters Radio, we are talking about people like people like themselves. You know, I have a human behavioral consultant. Uh, I study people. Uh, I got my background in neuro-linguistic programming. matter of fact, uh, my disciplines, if you will, are transactional analysis by Dr. Eric Byrne, uh, neuro-linguistic programming, basically based on the work of Doctors Milton Erickson, Virginia Satir, Uh, Multiple intelligences, uh, the work of Dr. Howard Gardner uh, at uh, um, Harvard University, logotherapy, uh, studied a lot with Dr. Viktor Frankl, his work, his research, uh, wrapped in emotional intelligence. You know, Dan Goldman uh, and the emotional intelligence, the EQ, is a better barometer for success in a a fourth-grade child than their IQ is. And then, that's canine as well. Dr. W. Edwards Deming, constant and never-ending improvement, which today we have Six Sigma, Lean Sigma, Lean Manufacturing, and all that's wrapped up in the Word of God, because I am first and foremost a follower of God, and I am an ordained pastor. And so, it's a unique uh, um, hodgepodge, uh, a unique cornucopia, unique goulash, if you will, that the good Lord has put in front of me, uh, inside of me. And today, I'm going to share what I've learned, some of the information, and this is based on a show I did a couple days ago called Data for the Journey where I went into all this information that's readily available. And so I rushed through it a little bit. Uh, I attempted to put too much in that little space. I've been known to do that. Uh And so what I'm going to do now is I want to to build on what I talked about and then to add to it because there's much, much more data. Uh You know, the Bible, uh, many times when Jesus incarnate and he's walking among his people, his creatures, uh he said, you have eyes to see, but do not see. You have ears to hear, but do not hear. And, boy, some of us are totally unknowledgeable, ununderstanding about the experiences that we go through. So let me back it up a little bit. First of all, uh, some of this is based on Dr. Albert Morabian's work. Uh, He did a lot of studies in the importance of nonverbal cues in communication. And uh, I've always known Dr. Morabian, but as I learned more about transactional analysis and Dr. Eric Byrne, uh, he did a lot of research as well with Dr. Moravian, and, and uh, part of uh, some of his uh, posits, if you will, came from some of the work that he'd been studying that Dr. Moravian was doing at the same time. And so you got to get this. He, he really focused on the importance of nonverbal cues uh, that can be understood. Uh, and Byrne, by the way, passed away in 1970 before Morabian seminal work was published. But Moravian's work quantitatively proved the importance of nonverbal cues in communication. According to Dr. Moravian, when an individual is speaking, the listener focused on the following three types of communication. Actual words, 7%. The way words are delivered, the tone, accents, uncertain words, etc. In other words, what people hear, get it hear and feel. There's a hear and a feel mixed in there. 38%. And then facial expressions, what he put down. But I would suggest it's more than just facial expressions. It's it's eye movement patterns. It's emotion. It's gestures. It's what people can see. Very, 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 very important that you understand. Those are the three areas. Why? Because those are the three areas that we all process in. This is when having these different disciplines and then laying them over each other, merging them together, is powerful. Just like in NLP, uh, multiple intelligences, uh, and transactional analysis, all three basically come to the conclusion that the mind is a a, a, um, sensory-based organ. A sensory-based organ. Matter of fact, if you think of every single memory that you have stored in your experiential aquarium that you have stored, every single memory is quantified, is um, coded, if you will. In only one of five ways. It could be all five ways. It could be two of the five. It could be three of the five. And you know what those five ways are? Your senses. Your senses. If you, if I was to go back and have you consider memory, all you could do is tell me five factors in memory. What were you seeing? What were you hearing? What were you feeling or experiencing? What were you smelling? Or what were you tasting? That's it. All your thoughts and all that were based on the input of those five quadrants. And so you've got to understand this. It's a sensory based organ. And so you've got to realize that we, we all process in different ways. Matter of fact, there are three primary ways we, we process. However, a lot of people consider the fourth way, that there's actually four ways. So we all process information in four distinct ways. By the way, this is from an uh, uh, article, Life Beyond Limits. Uh, it says these four ways are called visual, auditory, kinesthetic, and auditory digital is the one that they're adding, which is a legitimate way that we process information. We just don't typically consider it uh, a modality uh, in the traditional sense, if you will. They're also referred to, they're going to say here, as modalities or representational systems, rep systems. These are ways we represent the world through our senses and how we typically communicate them back to the world. Think about this. When information reaches our brains, it is given meaning and forms a suge- subjective experience of the world. This is our representation, otherwise known as our perception. This is why you got to get this. Nobody responds to reality. What we respond to is our personal map of reality. Now, I'm not saying there is no reality. There is reality. There are rights and there are wrongs, not based on my standard. I could care less what your standard is. There's one standard. And that standard is the Bible. It's God's standard, period. When information reaches our brains, it is given meaning and forms a subjective experience of the world. Nobody responds to reality. They respond to their perception of reality. And not only do they respond to their perception of reality based on their past, based on their prejudices, based on their belief systems, all that affects how we process But, you know, it also affects how we process by what we take in, by the way we take it in. That's what I mean by how we process. Do you do it visually? Do what you see override most of what you you hear and what you feel? Or is it what you hear that can override what your eyes see? Because there's something out there called incongruence. Incongruence is when what you're hearing and what you're seeing are not the same thing. Incongruence is what you're hearing and what you're seeing are not the same thing. I always use this example like this. If you ask me how I'm doing and I say, I'm so excited. I just can't hide it. I'm about to lose control and I think I like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, porner sisters get a little uh, little kudos there, <laughs> Right? The way I was saying it, yeah, my words might have been expressing excitement, but my tone, my emotion, my timber, my pace. And if you would have looked at me, it would, you would have seen my face, my posture, my physiology. Get that? So even though my words, the 7%, were saying one thing, the 93% was saying a whole different story. That's what we call incongruent. It's kind of like these people that are, are are so appalled, so appalled that, oh, my gosh, the Russian government was involved in our election. Oh, my gosh, we were involved in the Israeli election. We're involved. We're constantly working to sway elections around the world to people who want us. Just read the newspapers. We do it all the time. But yet if people are really so interested – in russia have an influence in our election then they'd be looking at the uranium one deal they'd worry about why bill clinton was paid half a million dollars for a couple of minutes to talk to a company that was working to get state department approval to get 20 percent of our uranium which makes nuclear bombs but nobody seems to care about that nobody seems to care about uh, all the people looking at hillary clinton's email don't you see it's incongruent we pretend we care we pretend i mean the whole sexual harassment thing great example It's okay to sexually harass if you're a Democrat or if you're a a black person or if you're a dot, dot, dot. You've seen it because Trump is scum and Harvey Weinstein is scum, and they are. I'm not downplaying anything that we've heard that's said and done. I cannot tolerate that. I would not be around people that acted like that. I would never treat anybody like that. But, boy, when someone that they like does it to somebody, now there's excuses. Nancy Pelosi says, well, we really can't believe these women who Who talked about the uh, these democratic leaders? you know Al Franken really didn't he doesn't recall, so it really can't be that bad. There's no big outrage when it's someone that they like or someone uh, that might be a different skin color or so, do you see what I'm saying? It's incongruent. Nobody responds to reality. They respond to their map reality. they're making decisions on who's right and who's wrong based on based on their political motives. And I hate to tell you, a lot of us do this. And if you say you don't, you're lying to yourself. So statistics suggest that in a developed country, people are predominantly 60% visual, 20% auditory, and 20% kinesthetic. That's what we need to realize how important this is. 60% of the world is from Missouri, the show-me state. What things look like, your gestures, your face, your eye movement patterns. 20% is auditory, how things sound. And 20% are going by gut feelings, how they feel. See, the representational system that we use predominantly is our own special language of our experience and embraces all the mental processes of thinking, remembering, imagination, perception, and consciousness by understanding these more clearly. This is secret keys to communicating better with ourselves and others and controlling the way we interpret things. The representational systems we tend to use most frequently are the visual by seeing, auditory by hearing, kinesthetic by feeling, olfactory by smell, and gustatory by taste. Those are the five senses. And then some like to add this auditory digital sense, inner dialogue or self-talk that we also use to justify, to explain. And so you got to understand that this is the language. And what I want to do is have you understand that when you're with someone, there's so much data that needs to be picked up. There are things that you can see that are right in front of you that will tell you what's going on. There's things that you can hear that are right in front of you that will tell you what's going on. And there's things that you're experiencing, feelings, anchors, emotion, that tell you more that's going on unconsciously. And so after the break, I'm going to show you all this data, all this stuff that's readily available. You don't need to read 23 books. You don't need to pay me $1,000 a month to coach you, although both those things are good things. What you need to know is that when you're living in the now moment and you understand people and you're in the people business, then you can help others and yourself get what you want. We'll be back in three minutes.
4: Events and special occasions can be more than just gatherings. You desire to create lasting memories. That's what our Britain Catering and Hospitality's goal is in every event and special occasion designed for you, creating lasting memories. Seek an array of award winning venues and sample exquisite food from the best chefs along with the best possible presentation. That is what A Britain does for you. Weddings, family reunions, galas, special events for businesses are all areas where A Britain shines. This husband and wife team make a great serving combination. Challenge Seth and Dawn as they journey to become the number one catering team in the world three unique catering options apples to apples offers a unique farm to table concept this little piggy a minnesota favorite for 30 years and distinctive catering with a luxurious and memorable style a Britain catering and hospitality albrittoncatering.com that's a-b-r-i-t-i-n cateringcom creating lasting memories giving me your
1: computer problems with boots arby's computer service
7: We decided to reduce our investment in some other areas so we can reinvest that money in more people for this experience. Every single person has been thrilled with the results, and myself
1: included. Change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on schedule to register for a leadership awakening class in your area. That's
2: likeitmatters.net. Leadership awakening. We don't take applicants,
7: only commitment.
1: Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio Radio, Like It Matters Inspiration, Education, and Application. I am Mr. Black, and today we are talking about people like people like themselves. And by the way, if you just stumbled on this radio program and you're saying, What's that crazy dude talking about? Who is this guy? Well, my name is Mr. Black. You can go to likeitmatters.net. Uh, I've been doing leadership training for 25 years. Uh, I know how people work. I always joke around with people. If Humpty Dumpty fell off the wall and I was around, I could put him back together. Because God has poured a lot of gifts and talents into me. And for 25 years, I've been helping people live their life like it matters. For 25 years, I've been helping high-quality individuals clean up their past and create a better future. For 25 years, I've helped people uh, deliver them from some of the chains of pain that they've been carrying around. uh, Restructure their belief systems that they created as children that aren't serving them well today. Recalibrating their mind. Refocusing their mind. And then resuscitating their heart to help people truly live their life like they matter. If you're not willing to settle for good enough, good enough to get by, good enough for government work, good enough that he or she doesn't leave and take the kids with him, good enough for Mr. Black, when you're willing to move beyond good enough, uh, that's where you come to me. So go to likeitmatters.net, and you can read about it. But Monday through Friday, I'm right here on the radio. Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. Central Standard Time, this is where like-minded people come together. What do you mean by like-minded people? People who want to be more, do more, give more. People who want to be the change that they want to see in the world. People who are under construction, who are working to be a little bit better today than yesterday, a little bit better tomorrow than today. That's what we do. And so all you gotta do is know that you can listen uh, every morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Central Standard Time by going to iHeartRadio. All you gotta do is query Wellness Radio 1570, one five seven zero, Wellness Radio 1570, and there you'll see us and hear us, I should say every Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. Central Standard Time. And by the way, it replays in drive time, 5 to 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. And you can always go to my website, likeitmattersradio.com, and you can listen to archived messages. And we are local uh, in a few different areas and expanding rapidly. Uh, In St. Louis, you can listen to us uh, from 7 to 8 p.m. on Praise 95.1 FM and 1260 AM, the St. Louis Gospel Experience. I love being a part of the, the Urban Gospel network, man. I love a good, uh, good music that focuses on the Lord. And I love to, to talk to people in the black community because I truly believe that if you want to change this world, ladies and gentlemen, we got to change our thinking. And boy, we some of our thinking's been hijacked by people who profess to look out for us, by people who pretend to have our best interests in mind, but all they're doing is sowing resentment and bitterness and victimhood. And I'm going to tell everybody, you're better than that. Especially if you're a child of God. If you're listening on the Urban Gospel Network, you're a child of the risen king. You can't be a victim of anything. And then our home base, uh, where this radio show uh, emits from or comes from, uh, is in beautiful Minneapolis, St. Paul. I love going to Minneapolis. Got a lot of friends up there. We do regular classes up there. Uh, AM1570 on your AM dial, com. That's how you'll hear us. And if you go to uh, I, uh, iTunes, you can subscribe to Like It Matters Radio. Yep, they'll let you know at the end of each show. It'll be right there. You can pick it up. You can listen to it. And please, if you do Facebook, like us on Facebook. Like It Matters radio. People like people like themselves. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the reason for prejudice, and this is the, also the way that we can connect with people that are totally different than us, that look different, that have different experiences. That's what's so powerful. The same thing that causes us to be prejudiced, and every single human being is prejudiced. I'm blown away by people who think that you can only be prejudiced if you're a certain skin color. What an atrocity. You're saying some people aren't human, but other people are? And by the way, I'd love to have the conversation that there is only one race. There are not different races. Biblically, if you go back, and this is a deeper conversation for a different time and a different show, there's only one race, the human race. All the distinctions from skin color to slant of eyes and all that are genetic codes. And everybody has those genetic codes. And if you get more of one, then your skin might be darker or lighter. If you get less of one, your eyes might be rounder or more slanted. But we're all one race. Some of you need to stop buying the crap that you've been, that's that been sold to you because it's lies from the pit of hell. And the truth will set you free, but at first it's going to make you miserable. So why am I talking about people like people like themselves? Because it's something that we call rapport. See, we're talking about learning styles. We're talking about all this data, data for the journey that's readily available, that people talk in different languages. Some talking to visual language, some talking to auditory language, some talking to kinesthetic language. And why that matters is because it's an external representation of their internal map of reality. In other words, it's letting you know what's going on in their head through the outward expression unconsciously of how they talk, how they gesture, where their eyes move. These things they're not thinking about, these are things on autopilot. And that's why, as a leader, if you'll just learn some of the things I'm teaching you, You're going to be able to connect with people. You're going to be able to really thrive in the people business because you're going to understand people. And I truly believe that if I can understand you a little bit better and you can understand me a little bit better, doesn't it make sense we're in a position to have a, a better relationship? The whole essence of conflict resolution. I mean, think about the term common sense. You know, there used to be common sense in this country, but common sense isn't so common anymore. And if you just look at the word common sense, you'll see why. Because there's not much common anymore about, except when the politics of separation, uh, personal identity, identity politics. So all black people now have to group together. 95% of people, 94% of black people voted for Barack Obama. Why? Because he's black. And Hillary Clinton, if you're a woman you didn't vote for Hillary Clinton, you're scourged. You are hated. You are bitter. You know, how could you not vote for a woman? You're a woman. I mean, talk about racist. Talk about sexist. The whole fact that if I'm black, I have to vote for a black person is one of the most racist things I have ever heard in my life. And the fact that if I'm a man, I'm supposed to, so as a white man, I'm supposed to only vote for white men. Is that correct? I mean, using the same logic, that's just stupid. But yet, we can turn around and say, Oh, because of years of wrong. Is that what you tell your kids? Because as a parent, that you weren't that great of a parent. Now, for the rest of their adult life, you're, they're supposed to trash you or abuse you, kind of to settle the score. Parents, is that what you want? Or they're supposed to have grace and mercy. Or they're supposed to understand you did the best with what you had, and now you're working to make it better. How come we don't give people the same grace and mercy that we want from other people? It's amazing. That's where the golden rule, you treat other people the way you want to be treated. But now we don't have the golden rule. Now we have just the me rule. I want, I need, I deserve, it. life's not fair. I de- Put your big boy pants on. Rule number one about being a leader, I learned this a long time ago, it's not about you. Get off yourself. And so I don't care what the color of someone's skin, I don't care what their sex, I don't care what their nationality, I don't even care what their language What you want to do is start getting in this state of what's called rapport. Rapport is a state in which a person is most responsive to us. Rapport is the first and most essential step in communication. Rapport is essentially meeting individuals in their model of the world. And think about this. When there is no rapport, then there's miscommunication or no communication. And when there's miscommunication or no communication, there are no relationships. The perfect example is look at the press uh, and Donald Trump. There is no rapport. A uh, majority of the press is liberal, left-wing, whether you like Donald Trump or not. He's ne- we've never had a president get trashed so much. Everything Donald Trump does, there's always a negative tinge. He's evil. He's this and that. And whether you agree that way or not, would you want anybody looking at you that way? Could you really stand up to pressure if people went through your trash can and went through everything you ever said in your past? No. And so when we don't have rapport with someone, there's no connection. We can't communicate. And when there's miscommunication, there are no relationships. And think about this. Since the majority of our waking hours are spent at work, most of our relationships are related to work. Therefore, many times miscommunication or no communication leads to termination. And 80% of terminations are caused by the following. Three things. Number one, the inability to follow directions. Number two, the inability to get along. And number three, the inability to delegate. All three of those fall in the category of communication. I don't care what business you're in. We are in the people business. We live with people. We sleep with people. We procreate people. We look at the people in the mirror. We're a people. Uh, we talk to people. We blog to people. We interact on Twitter with people. We're in the people business. And you got to get this. Without rapport, without establishing this unconscious sense of trust, no technique in communication can work to produce the results we want. And rapport is generally established on the unconscious level, based on our knowledge of how we communicate. This is Dr. Moravian's work. 55% of our communication are things we see, facial expressions, eye movement patterns, physiology, gestures. 38% is the way we communicate. In other words, what people hear, timbre, emotion, uh, volume, pace. And the last bit, 7%, actually solely comes down to words. Now, I'm not saying words aren't important. Ladies and gentlemen, I teach leadership training in English, and I do a lot of work in the Mequilas, and there are a lot of international companies that are in Mexico that have Mexican nationals who run the companies. In other words, people who live in Mexico, people who speak Spanish as their primary language, and so yet I still do training for them, and even though some of them can't understand most of the words I'm saying, at the end of the two-and-a-half-day intensive experience, you would never know the difference. They got the training, graduation looks the same, A motive. they're uh, uh, ready to move on, they're ready to take on the world, they're f- higher than a kite, bouncing off the walls. And so to gain r- rapport with others, you need to acknowledge them and their view of the world. You don't have to agree with it, just recognize and respect it. And rapport can be established at many different levels. And today, I'm going to go into the structure of that rapport. First of all, we can match people, duplicating their behavior. Second of all, we can mirror people, matching the rhythm of a a person's movement with similar, not necessarily identical type of movement. And then we have something we call pace and lead. Using matching and mirroring, rapport can be established. And once rapport is established, the person will begin to follow your movements. It's like a dance. It's like a dance. And all of a sudden, there's a connection. And if you're a good salesperson, you probably do some of these things unconsciously. If you are easy to connect with people, you probably do some of the things unconsciously. But the problem is the highest level learning is something called unconscious competence, where we don't know what we don't know. And you can't teach from there. So we're going to take these things that some of us do unconsciously and bring them to the conscious level. So after the break, we're going to go into great detail about all the data that you can connect with people because people like people like themselves.
4: Yes, I do. Did it! Thank you, Mr. Black.
3: Are those your grades for this semester? They sure are.
4: All A's and one B.
3: But what
8: about your learning disability and your struggles in school?
4: Not since I got my brain map done at Like It Matters. I now know how I best learn and the unique way that God made me. No more learning disability.
1: You are unique. Nobody has your fingerprints and nobody is wired exactly like you. We now have the ability to show you God's fingerprints for your life through yours. The unique print on each of your fingers is a duplicate of the neural pathway in that corresponding lobe of your brain with our exclusive brain map we can capture your fingerprints and give you a 35 page map of your brain your gifts talents and innate resources this information is the key to unlocking your god-given potential and truly living your life like it matters if you're ready to maximize the potential you were created with email mr. black at like com or call 8175021554.
5: Does your family believe in the power of a private school education? Are you looking into sending your child to a private school next year? Hi, Alyssa here with Wellness Radio 1570, and we want to help your family by covering half of your child's first year of private school. This is a program we have had for five years now, and it has helped many families get into the school of their dreams. We are in the thick of open house season right now, so the timing couldn't be better. If you find a school you would like your child to attend, Call me at 651-289-4406 to see if that school is one of the schools we have a partnership with. It's that simple. This isn't a financial aid program. This is for everyone. Don't pay more than you need to for your child's first year of private school. Call Wellness Radio 1570 today at 651-289-4406 to take advantage of our half-off tuition program. That's Wellness Radio 1570 at 651-289-4406.
0: Year old son and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next leadership awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive.
6: Go to likeitmatters.net to find out more about leadership awakening workshops. That's likeitmatters.net.
1: Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, like it matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black. If you missed any of this radio show, just go to likeitmattersradio.com, and you can listen to this and many other archive messages. And you can also, if you're listening in the morning, this radio show replays on the same format from 5 to 6 p.m. Central Standard Time, whether it's TuneIn Radio, iHeart Radio, um, AM 1570 in Minneapolis. The only place it does not do that is in St. Louis on uh, FM 95.1, the St. Louis Gospel uh, experience. Uh, we play 7 to 8 p.m. Uh, every single day there in St. Louis. So today we're talking about people like people like themselves. We're talking about establishing rapport. How do you establish rapport? And remember, rapport is a, a state in which a person is most responsive to us. It is the first and most essential step in communication. When there's no rapport, there is no communication or miscommunication. And when there's miscommunication or no communication, there are no relationships. I mean, look at our media, look at our, our, Politicians look at the world we live in. Look how people are ready to trash each other, pounce on each other. There is no establishing rapport. Nobody's understanding the other person. Everybody's looking out for their own interests. Everybody's looking for their pound of flesh to take blood from the enemy, if you will. So, how do we establish this rapport by matching and mirroring the person? Three areas: body language, voice and words. Once we match them, we can meet them in their map of reality. Then we can pace and lead the communication, allowing effective communication to take place. Matching means duplicating the behavior of somebody else. It doesn't need to be specific, only similar. Mirroring is matching the rhythm of a person's movement with a similar, not necessarily identical type of movement. And then pace and leading is using the matching and mirroring rapport can be established. And once rapport is established, the person will begin to follow your movements. And I don't have time to go into detail. I teach this stuff in my class. Go to likeitmatters.net, and boy, you get a a two-and-a-half-day intensive that will forever change your life. So in the three areas, based on Moravian's work, Body language, voice, and words. First of all, how, what are the c- categories? So in body language, gestures, postures, emotion, facial expressions, eye movements, all those are things that you can match and model. In voice, it's tonality, the quality of the tone, the emotions, the pace, tempo, the inflection. In words, the specific words themselves, um, proper education level, don't be talking over people's head predicates, and those are the words that we use that describe how we're talking, metaphors or similes, you always want to match people's metaphors or similes, and then key words, words of importance if you're dealing in the industry where somebody that's really fixated on one thing. And so what we're going to do now is I'm going to show you all the data in these three areas. The representational systems we tend to use most frequently. Okay, so first of all, visual. Visual people tend to do things more quickly, whether that be moving or speaking. A picture says a thousand words, and they're describing in words the images which are flying through their head, and they may speak in a higher pitch, they tend to sit more erect, um, they use gestures a lot, and by the way, when they do use gestures, uh, they're a lot more the palm is going to be down they're painting pictures, if you will, with their hands because visual people process through their word i mean what they see. so some of the cues on the visual breathing uh, they're going to breathe high and shallow top lungs. Their speech rate is always going to be fast. Their physical cues, often gesturing with hands. And again, they're painting pictures with their hands. Their palms will be down because you'll see with the kinesthetic, it's different. Predicates, the words they use are like see, look, watch. They paint a picture with their words. Eye accessing cues. In other words, where, when you ask someone a question, you're talking to them, wherever their eye moves first, that tells you what modality. We store things. You know, like if, you've ever, if you live with someone, have you ever lost your keys, you've asked that person, hey... Uh, have you seen my keys? And they ask you, "Where was the last place you had them? Well, if you knew where you put them, they wouldn't be lost. Well, we store pictures, we store sounds, and we store emotions and or self-talk in different places. It's called eye movement patterns. I teach this. And so for a visual, the eye movement patterns, the, the eyes are up. They're up to the left or the right. Sometimes they can just look through people. And they speak usually in a higher pitch. That's for the visual. So these are cues. And once you understand that, you can meet them in their map of reality. And then all of a sudden they start trusting you, and they start opening up. And they feel comfortable talking to you. Again, this happens at the unconscious level. Why does it work? Because when my external... Uh, functions match your external functions, we make the unconscious connection that this person must be similar to me because their external output is similar to mine. We think our internal map of, re- of experience a map of reality is the same so auditory people people who are pr- predominantly auditory do things more rhythmically okay so their, so their breathing for an auditory person is going to be uh, more of the middle of the chest more uh, you know full if you will their speech rate. It's going to be at a good pace because, remember, they process how they, they hear. They hear by processing or they process by hearing. So their speech rate is going to be medium. It could be adjusted. Physical cues, they have mild hand gestures. Predicates, if you listen to words, they're talking about listening, hearing, sounds like, doesn't ring a bell. Eye accessing cues, they, their eyes move a lot to the left and the right, just straight across, left and right. Remember, your left side of your brain is your memory. It's where you store all your data. And your right side is where you make stuff up, creativity. And other cues, uh, an auditory person, one of the biggest cues, their head is usually tilted in conversation. It's kind of like they got a phone stuck in one ear and they're pressing against their shoulder. Uh, an auditory person, a lot of times when they're listening or when they're quiet, if, you'll see their head tilted like they're having a conversation with themselves because they are. Now the kinesthetic kinesthetic people typically breathe from the bottom of the lungs so you'll see their stomachs going in and out. They do things much more slowly than a visual person and their voice is much deeper. when they speak, they are long pauses between statements and they process things that are said to them to determine the feelings they get. They respond well to touch and physical rewards. They use few hand gestures uh, and generally, uh, when they do, their their palms are more up and more emotional. So for the breathing, for the kinesthetic, uh, bottom of lungs, full body breath, uh, speech rate is going to be a lot slower. Uh, a lot more emotional, physical cues, a few hand gestures, and when they are, their palms are going to be up, and they usually stand very close to you. Do not need to look at you in the eyes when they talk to you. matter of fact, a lot of times they're going to be looking away from you, looking at the ground, looking around. They're fully involved, I promise you. Their predicates are much more physical. They're talking like uh, uh, gripping, feeling rough, soft, hard, hang in there, Uh, let's touch base next week. Their eye accessing cues, their eyes are down a lot to the right down to the bottom to the right because that's where we store our emotions. They have a deeper voice, they take long pauses. Now, for the, there's the fourth one they add here is the auditory digital. The auditory digital is one that deals a lot with self-talk. These people likely manifest characteristics of the other three representational systems. In addition, they talk to themselves a lot and like to make sense of things and understand them. So if we're gonna use this one, this would be me. <laughs> Breathing, sometimes lower abdomen, sometimes it moves around. Speech rate, sometimes slow but can pick up. Physical cues, they say can be reserved. They're not really reserved, they're contemplative. They're processing, thinking. Predicates, they talk about sensible understanding, calculate, analyze. They're really processing everything. Eye axing, uh, accessing cues, the eyes down and to left. If you look at the pose by Rodin, the statue, the thinker, Eyes are down to the left. That's where you have the best conversation with yourself. And they also say that it's often not emotionally attached to the outcome because when they're in their head talking all the time, they have a hard time really being in the now moment. And so, ladies and gentlemen, there's so much to learn. There's only so much I can teach you in 48 minutes of content. That's why you need to go to likeitmatters.net. But I want to give you some homework. I want you to pick somebody. Somebody in your life that you're struggling with, that you ha- your communication level is not where it's at, but you want to increase it. And by the way, I always tell people, not me. So here's what I want to do. Choose a person that you want to focus for your upcoming communication. What you're going to do is from the second position, remember we talked about perceptual position. First position is from our own self. Second position is from the other person's perspective. And third position is overview. So pick this person you have a difficult time communicating with all right, whoever that person is, and write down their name. And then step into their shoes. Be them for a moment. And then ask yourself these questions. If you were them, what would your biggest fear be in regards to what you're communicating about? So what are you going to talk to them about? What would their biggest fear be? And then ask yourself, as them, what is my motivation, my driver? So as you're in their shoes, what would consider what would my biggest fear be, and then what would my motivation driver be, as you're considering that other person, not yourself. And then what I want you to do is begin with the end in mind. Describe the outcome that you would like to achieve with that person before the end of the week. Be specific. Date, time, certain. Number three, determine the communication modality of the person. In other words, determine, is this person that you're going to be talking to, are they visual? Do they process primarily auditorily? Do they process kinesthetically? you got to figure this out because based on how they process, if you're talking to a visual person, you want to sit across from them. If you're talking to an auditory person, you want to sit beside them. If you're talking to a kinesthetic person, you want to sit close enough that you can hear them and put a hand on them if you need to be. Number four, how will you change your approach in order to achieve the outcome you desire? So in other words, how are you going to adapt yourself to connect with them, to build rapport, to allow for both of you to get what you want? What are you going to match and model, pace and lead? How can you manipulate the most resourceful opportunity? Your posture, your voice, your tone, predicates, distance, conversation. There's a lot of stuff to take a look at. And lastly, this is an important question. How will you know when you've reached your outcome? When it's all said and done, what will it look like? What will it sound like? What will it feel like? This is Real Homework. Do it. And if you have any questions, you can email me at Black at likeitmattersradio.com or you can give me a call at 817-502-1554. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, helping you to be more hopeful about your future and reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does. This is Mr. Black, your life caddy. In golf, the caddy knows the course, knows the golfer, and knows how to play the game. As your life caddy, I can help you maximize the potentials you were created with and live your life like it matters. I have books that will help you understand how you work and tools that will assist you in abundantly enjoying the game of life. Books include 180 ways to live your life like it matters and becoming your dreams, want it, create it, live it, as well as inspirational music, CDs, and t-shirts. Go to likeitmatters.net and order your books and tools today.
5: If it was 1990, you'd be listening to your favorite radio station on a bulky boombox that burns through D batteries faster than you can say, you've got mail. Thankfully, it's the 21st century, and there are much better alternatives. For example, just ask Alexa to tune in.
4: Alexa, play Wellness
5: Radio Minneapolis. Throw out that old beeper and get with the times. Listen to your favorite Wellness Radio 1570 hosts and shows with Alexa and Amazon Echo. Your resource for health and wellness.